So to be needless does not mean the same thing as scarcity. To the mind, to the thought process, or we could call it to the seeking ego, needlessness, to have no needs, to entertain no needs, feels like scarcity. It feels vacuous. It feels uninteresting at best and scary at worst. I won't get anything, right? What if I don't get anything? What if I never have anything? But you have to understand uh, that the seeking mind only thinks in terms of time. It only thinks in terms of a future promise, a future promise that's never delivered. So when we look through the filter of a future promise, we look through the filter of, well, hopefully later when, then I'll finally be satisfied when this happens or that happens or I get X, Y, or Z. And then you tell that, um, that filtering process, there's nothing to get. There's no needs here at all. The activity of needing is useless or unnecessary, or it leads to suffering. To tell that filtering process that um, sort of doesn't compute. It's not gonna wanna hear that. All it can do is interpret it as losing something losing a future promise, losing its hold over your mind, losing its currency, losing what it considers to be valuable, losing purpose, losing meaning, all of it. But that's all already looking through the filter. From the standpoint of this, nothing can be lost. To have no needs or desires is freedom peace. Nothing is lost. It doesn't feel like scarcity at all. It feels like abundance. It feels like beyond abundance. Everything is here for you to experience simply, directly, immediately, without pushing or pulling, without fear of losing, without fear of not having or not getting, without the struggle of seeking. You can live without all of that. You can live with a sort of absolute abundance. The thing about it is it has to be clearly and thoroughly seen that the world of seeking, the world of the separate self trying to complete itself, never wins its own game. It simply doesn't deliver. So to be without need, to be without desire, isn't a, a, an act necessarily. It's not a practice. It's not an effort. It's not an austere life. All of those perhaps can lead to it, but it's not really any of those. It's just seeing reality how it is. There's nothing missing. Never has been anything missing. There's nothing that's needed. Appearances simply appear, and they're quite intimate, exquisitely simple. There's nothing apart trying to control anything. There's just this flow of appearance, non-dualistic appearance. There's no substance, nothing to grasp onto, nothing to grieve the loss of. 
these are all conceptual realities. When we've disentangled identity from the conceptual realities, the cognitive realities, the psychological positions, the psychological paradigms, then what is, is simply revealed, very, very simply. You can't really talk about it. There's nothing you can say about it, but it certainly lacks nothing. So nothing is needed here. There's no expectation that's needed. No illusion of control that's needed. No illusion of solidity is needed. No illusion of getting somewhere or later when or time. None of those illusions are needed here. So it's just this appearance, this simple appearance. Very intimate, very full, but also empty of essence, empty of grasping, empty of anything that the mind would consider real, solid, continuous. Again, these are illusions. These are the lens being skewed by the mind. So there's no loss there. There's nothing to grieve. So in the end, it turns out that needlessness, to have no need, is the only way to know true abundance, to know true thoroughgoing intimacy, complete immersion, non-separation, and rest, and seeing this as it is, not that it's any specific way. 